Good evening, everyone. Well, it's evening where I am. Um, I wasn't sure if I was gonna have the mental energy to record this episode, but I'm gonna do my best. Um, this episode is gonna be about mental health, and there are so many different bases I want to cover, and so many things that are worth acknowledging. This is something I really care deeply about, and. I want to talk about, you know, along the same thread of other topics I talk about in regard to building confidence, you know, that still applies um, to some of the things I'm going to be discussing today. I want to acknowledge the impact of verbal abuse, um, any kind of abuse and bullying. Um, I want to talk about um, different mental health tips and strategies that I've learned um, through having access to mental health support, having the privilege to be able to receive that type of care, um, and, you know, just relaying some information that I've learned. Um, And then I want to get into some specifics, you know, like how, um, how boundaries look in relationships and how to avoid overextending ourselves um, and how boundaries are a form of self-care and are a way of tending to our mental health. Um, so yeah, how to avoid giving too much um, and how to, how to handle it when people react negatively to us wanting to set boundaries with them. Um, and these aren't just restricted to you know, partner relationships and romantic relationships. I'm talking about literally everything, family, work, <laughs> friends, um, because it's it's all important. And, you know, conflicts come up. You know, we don't always um, have smooth relationships with everyone around us. So understanding how to how to make sure that we are mentally okay or taking care of ourselves as we navigate that. So to start off, um, I, I really want to give attention to, you know, <laughs> I, I mentioned earlier verbal abuse and um, if folks have experienced bullying um, growing up and um you know this this is just so so relevant and so expansively impactful especially to um you know the generation of people around my age um in the age of social media and just the nature of being like a kid and then growing up and then being going into adulthood and stuff like that and just dealing with people's opinions, you know? Um, I fully recognize that I am the type of person who... I I probably seem like I have this, like, impenetrable exterior and that absolutely nothing phases me. And I am here to tell you that is not true. Um, Although I, to be honest, am probably not the most sensitive person um there are definitely things and people and words and comments that get to me 
Um, and given that social media is so limitless, it's like, I, I don't know what metaphor to use to describe it, or if it's like a dark cloud or just like a giant weight on you all the time, but it's kind of awful sometimes. And um, I mean, beyond that, because social media is largely an uncontrollable um and so is you know um abuse like people don't don't choose to have things like that happen to them um survivors are survivors and i want to emphasize very 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 clearly that in recovering from things like this and you know being bullied and being harassed um and having those adverse childhood experiences um if you've heard of aces or like the ace um assessment um it's a way to just basically have a stronger understanding of your childhood and um traumas and things that impacted you and the way you live your life now um i recommend doing it um to anybody honestly even if you feel like you've experienced not enough of those experiences or too many um which i mean everybody's life is very individualized there's no such thing as like oh you're too much or you haven't experienced enough like it's not even like that it's just like a chance to be more self-aware anyways um my point is like the way I've grown to be as confident as I am and this is like like this is this is personal this is real like the way I've gotten to that point is through releasing what other people think. And specifically, like, the people who whose opinions I valued and trusted in for the longest, longest time. Like, just fucking letting go. Letting go and just being like, you know what? This person who constantly just wants to bring me down and has nothing positive to say and just wants me to feel like shit about myself like they like what they're saying is not true the opinions that they have of me these comments they're not true and it's so sad that sometimes people have to experience that like way into adulthood you know and um can even have to go through that within their own families um which should never ever be the case but unfortunately is it is and that's why we have to talk about it you know the only way to destigmatize mental health is to talk about it and to not remove ourselves from that narrative and that societal need but to just dive into it and just allow ourselves to talk about the things that we've gone through because it's so important and um yeah so i my turning point that i haven't really talked about extensively on here you know i talked about the the point in my in my life and in my childhood and whatever when i like started to really develop confidence but it was because i had that mental shift and i was like you know what these these negative reactions and and words and whatever that 
I'm eliciting from these people's behavior. Like, I, I just, it's, it's not me. Like those, these words, like these names and, um, just like insults, like that's not me. That's a reflection of that person, but it's not me. Like, you know, we, when, when we're kids, we're so impressionable and we don't know what's true and what's not true. We just believe everything that we're told because our brains aren't even fully developed yet cognitively. Like we, we don't know what's going on. So getting to a point where you can be like, okay, like this is true. This is not true. Like I don't have to believe everything that I'm told. Um, so, I mean, even the principle of being able to say, like, you know, I'm receiving a plethora of information and opinions and advice all the time, but what of that is truly given in my best interest? How many of these people, how many of these pieces of advice and and commentary, like, how much of it is actually with me in mind? Or is it just self-serving for the other person and in you know I would say almost every case of of um verbal abuse and and bullying um not to couple them together but just for purposes of talking about childhood and adverse experiences um yeah like how how do we come to understand that um like those those words and those that that behavior from other people is more of a reflection of them um than it is of us so yeah um i think also something that we now as grown adults need to be able to talk about more and eventually reinforce onto young people and children now is the importance of taking care of ourselves and I know I just said like to <laughs> um that, that's about you know the the lessons that we pass on to future generations but it's also about ourselves too you know like how do we mindfully take care of ourselves and you know make sure that our mental health is receiving the attention that it deserves. So, you know, I think, I I don't know about other people whose parents may have migrated to the U.S. or if you're any minority, um, but, like, I was definitely (laughs) raised in a community and environment where mental health is not important, and it wasn't treated like it was important. And, um, you know, any any thought of self-care was more or less seen as selfish. And any sort of, you know, real confidence actually was considered selfish. And that took a ton of unlearning for me to see that that was more of 
an intergenerational trauma and collectivist attitude that was dominating these these teachings and principles that were being imposed on young people and we need to see how that's harmful and we need to see how telling people that self-care is just overly self-indulgent and you know selfish and and egotistical it's just not the case it's just not true so um yeah i i mean along the same lines of the fact that your racial background and identity is is important in these conversations i want to acknowledge um differences in in wealth and access to resources and how that's connected to people's abilities to have that experience of mental health care and and healing um and treatment you know for mental illness so um right now i do want to i do feel the need to um be very clear um given the nature of this topic that this podcast any podcast at all um is not therapy um dming someone who you admire or just want advice from that's not therapy either like this does not replace that i'm not a professional in this field um however i do want to share some tips that i've learned because not everyone has access to therapy um or the resources to do so um so I mean, that's why I'm talking about this. <laughs> so um, also, I want to, I, I feel like I should add this, that I am familiar with trauma-informed care. Um, I do have a bit of work experience in that area. Um, so yeah, I'm not just pulling this from like something on Google. Like <laughs> I'm I'm literally talking about like my personal experiences and stuff. So um okay um so some things that have honestly helped me in the past few days like very very recently um is you know these physical changes that we can make these tangible differences that we can make in our everyday lives knowing our conditions knowing our environment and how the world works um and just what our bodies need to survive um so some changes i've made are going to bed a bit earlier, waking up a bit earlier, especially now that we have fewer hours of sunlight. Um, Because if we're like nocturnal and are only up when it's pitch black outside, like it's kind of hard to just be super happy-go-lucky when there's literally no vitamin D in your system. (laughs) So, um, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's like scientifically proven that people who get more sunlight are happier. Um, and then on top of that, I cannot stress enough that like exercise and eating healthy is important and it is tied to your mental health. I know there's a lot of controversy within the fitness industry and within, you know, diet culture, and I am not an advocate for diet culture by any stretch of the imagination, um and i think it's very very harmful in a lot of ways and very fat phobic um 
But again, there are scientific ties between, you know, really taking care of your physical body and your mental health. Um, So I'm not saying like you need to be gluten-free and vegan and paleo and blah, 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 blah. And then that's going to make you happy. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just advocating for heightened awareness, um, mindful eating, stuff like that. Because sometimes I feel like, honestly, just in my experience with my mental health, like I would use that as an excuse to not do a workout that I planned or to be like, oh, well, I wanted to do this, but, you know, I'm just really tired and like, I don't want to, like, I'm just going to do it another day. But really that translated to, I was just trying to stay in the same rut and stay comfortable. And, you know, personally, I, my mind and body respond well to, you know, having a, pretty strict routine and something that I can rely on to keep me in check and to keep me moving and I know that doesn't work for everyone and I'm not saying you have to do that by any means um but at least being aware that how much you're moving and taking care of yourself does matter so that was a really long way of saying exercise is important um And something that I come back to a lot is that as we're going through so many changes, so many losses, and just hard things all the time this year, I feel like because COVID is so indefinite and we don't don't know when the U.S. is going to get shit together, like, it's hard to remember that everything's temporary. And it is. Like... I don't need to be a doctor to tell you that. Like, the things that are stressing us out, like, they won't last forever. And, you know, there are so many oppressive factors at play here that make certain people's lives harder than others. And, you know, I really hate when when um, people, especially, like, very privileged people and celebrities have been saying that... COVID is like this great equalizer because it's not. If anything, it shows more division and more contrast than ever. Um, So yeah, I feel like just resting on the fact that the stressors that we have from, you know, friends to family to relationships to job security to you know, our access to the the basic needs that we need. Um, Like, these struggles that we're having to go through, they're not going to last forever. Um, So yeah, please just try to remember that. Um, Okay, so the next thing I want to get into is setting boundaries. So... after everything else that I've just talked about, um, I think there are definitely ways to connect the importance of setting boundaries to, you know, how do we deal with our family and home life? How do we deal with, um, 
you know, some strained relationships that we might have with with friends or a partner. Like, how do we deal with that? Um, and, you know, things can be, this can be really, really tough when, you know, we have these people in our lives that we care about so deeply and we don't want them to feel like we don't care about them or that um, we're trying to, like, disrespect them in any ways like if you're if you're thinking of like a a parental figure or a person in a position of authority like not wanting to be disrespectful but like having to vocalize our needs like one it's really hard like I'm a very bold and outspoken person and even for me like this is not easy um but setting healthy boundaries is honestly the only way we survive like not kidding. So, um, I feel like sometimes we fool ourselves into thinking that we can just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and enduring and just taking a lot of shit that we don't deserve. And, you know, sometimes even setting boundaries as simple as saying like, Hey, I need this amount of time to myself, like during the day or like in the evenings, like, I just like to be by myself like during this time to just like decompress or or meditate or just journal or something um or saying like you know every every Saturday morning I go and like meet a friend um and we get coffee or like we we get breakfast or or maybe not now but I I don't know (laughs) um just having that that moment where you get to do something that's just for you um to take a break or to just be able to distance yourself from whatever might be feeling like a like a burden or like it's overwhelming um yeah so i also want to acknowledge um in these very very close relationships where we are so connected to other people in such you know, intimate and loving ways, how do we avoid giving too much? How do we know when enough is enough and when to stop? And to be honest, I myself don't have the answers for every single person in their individual situations. There's no magic solution to resolving someone else's conflict um it's a lot of looking inward and trusting the signs around you and trusting your gut and your intuition and I know a lot of people say like oh my gut is unreliable and that's fair that's fair um in which case for anyone trust the patterns trust patterns of behavior and repeated behavior because Oftentimes, you know, people suck at communicating. So um, people will try to, you know, signal or hint that like, I don't know, something isn't working or like changes need to be made. And um, sometimes people even do this subconsciously. And in order to be happy and in order to, you know, fill our own needs and to know how to make ourselves happy and how to you know tend to our 
health in whatever way that is, whether it's physical or mental or whatever. Um, like, I think we just need to be more attuned to, like, how people's energy affects us. Because, you know, I, for one, can be, like, very, very present and very empathetic and, like, very involved in, like, my friends' lives and my family's lives. And I want to I wanna give advice and I want to, um, like, always be a resource to people. But I even struggle with, like, okay, when when is this too much? Like, when should I scale back? And sometimes it's really tough to tell, you know, especially if it's unclear um, the nature of, of whether or not what you're doing is like helping or working or if they're taking your advice or if these problems are beyond your scope and oftentimes they are. Um, and so, yeah, I think sometimes we just need to listen to ourselves and to listen to the truth of the situation and I think when we allow the dust to settle and we just take a deep breath and and look at everything that's happened leading up until that point you know when someone needs to just be let go and I think my statement with that can deeply resonate with people my age who are typically not in like marriages or like long long lasting relationships with kids and stuff like that's you know less common um so we have that flexibility to be like okay I need to move on I need freedom and you can still have that you know without having to worry about these other factors um which we're lucky to have that um obviously later down the line in your life if you have other responsibilities other people in your life and commitments like kids it's a little more complicated um but if we're just looking at like okay how does someone treat you how is someone responding to the level of attention and care and love that you're giving them and all this effort that you're showing them and is it reciprocated and if it's not reciprocated then what are you doing there because there have been times in my life where I was just giving and giving and giving and you know showing up 90% of the relationship and the the other individual was there like coasting by at at 10% giving me bare fucking minimum (laughs) but I was still wanting to give and give and give and when I finally just saw the situation for what it was I was then empowered to just let go and it takes time like it takes it takes deliberate time and attention and acceptance that's the biggest thing just being able to accept that you know, sometimes relationships evolve and people change and and just things don't necessarily work out the way that you anticipated that they would. Um, but, I mean, we we choose whether or not we keep going down this downward spiral 
not knowing where things are going to go, not knowing um, if someone truly, like, I, I don't even, like, respects you or wants to be with you, like, whatever your situation is. Um, so this, what I'm talking about, is more so of, like, knowing when to cut so- to cut someone loose and to break ties and when something's just done. Um whether this is like a a toxic friend or a toxic partner um just knowing when to just be like no this is it like I'm I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> um but like for setting boundaries for a relationship that you do want to keep going and you do want to um stay connected to someone and and still be very close to them sometimes all we need is time apart whether that's truly making time for yourself to just be alone or to be around other people um and to get a break um especially with quarantine oh my god like it's it's very very important um but yeah like sometimes we really just do need that balance to be able to take time away to tap back into our selves, whether that's our independence. I think independence is very important. Um, and our, our freedom, or if it's like channeling those other relationships to almost fuel ourselves and get more energy to show up in other relationships. That's how I work. I'm extroverted in that way. Like I get a lot of energy from just being around other people. Um, and I need to be around lots of different kinds of people. Um, I kind of struggle to just be around like one or two people for extended, extended periods of time. So quarantine, especially in Chicago, can be like kind of hard for me. Um, I like being around a lot of different people. So yeah, having that balance for me is really, really important. Um, But that's just me. Everybody's different. Um, So yeah, sometimes it can be as simple as like making time for yourself. But like, I feel like sometimes what a lot of friendships and relationships are missing is one, honesty and two, the ability and willingness to listen. I have one too many past relationships where, um, relationships and and friendships where there's just no, there's no listening. There's no actual intent to listen to what someone else has to say. And, you know, I'm sure people have heard before, like, don't just listen to respond, listen to understand. And, like, listening is also asking questions. Listening is, and I don't mean just being like, oh, like, what what did you say? Like, can you repeat that? Sorry, I wasn't listening. Like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying ask questions if something is unclear, ask questions if you feel like you misunderstood something. And, you know, I have 
complicated relationships even with family members too who don't listen you know like you'll say something to them you'll say you'll tell them a thousand words and they barely remember one thing you said and you know it's frustrating it's definitely frustrating because it's like you're even if you're trying to be honest even if you're trying to be very upfront they just they're not picking up anything you're putting down like they just don't have any desire to like really listen and understand you um so that's tough you know it's like how do you even resolve your issues and help each other if you don't even know what's going on like a lot of people say like I just have this desire to like understand like I just want to know what's going on um like if I just if only I knew what was going on then I would know how to handle this situation you know we hear that all the time and then it's like okay well someone's now sitting in front of you wanting to talk about something and you're not listening to them or your body language is showing that you don't care or you're making it seem like other things are a priority to you and not what whatever that person has to say and it's like you know what if you really care about people if you really value them and want them to be happy then honest to god it doesn't matter whatever whatever they want to talk about if you're not interested in it or if you don't think it's important. It literally doesn't fucking matter. If that person's important to you, then you shut up, you sit down, and you listen to whatever they have to say. And even if you're anticipating that they're going to be some hysteric mess and just like fall apart or if they're going to be like angry or whatever, like oftentimes like like there's validity and there's merit to those emotions and you know if we're not even willing to like listen to each other and to to see like oh maybe did I cause this person to feel this way <laughs> like maybe um is this a result of you know something that was avoidable and that's that's where like this communication can actually be effective if we actually listen to each other and allow the people who are most important in our lives to feel seen and to feel heard because that's all anybody wants like people act like we're we're looking for some like crazy amazing validation and special attention I guess in some cases some people are but you know everybody just wants to feel like someone cares about what they have to say and that someone cares about how they feel because a lot of us have been treated in the past like what what we feel and what we're going through doesn't matter so even to have the capacity to be kind to other people in the simplest way it makes such a big difference like even on the days when like you really don't want to like taking it upon yourselves to just be a bigger person and to show up for that person and if you literally can't like if you physically cannot show up for that person that day and you're just not ready to have that conversation you just you know maybe one thing after another happened that day and it was just not good and you're not feeling it you didn't eat whatever table it and communicate that and say specifically what's going on like hey you know what 
I really care about what you have to say and I want to hear you and I want to give you my full attention. So I'd like to talk to you about this tomorrow or I'd like to talk to this about you, to talk to you about this um, when I can be fully present for you because I really care about what you have to say. Those words have such a profound impact and the they just they have this power to make people feel like like yes okay someone's listening like someone cares um and you know that's another way of forming a boundary and setting a boundary with someone from the position of someone the the person who's like on the receiving end of whatever information um is being transmitted in this in this partnership or relationship like being able to be like yes i know you want to talk about this but I'm going through it or <laughs> I'm losing my mind. I'm like, I need a break, you know? And it's okay. Like, we're all people. Like, we are human beings. And sometimes we really do just need a break. Um, but on the flip side, you know, like, if it feels like someone's just curving you and doesn't really have any interest in actually communicating, then that's that's something different. Um and it's okay to call people on that and to be like, hey, I'm just trying to communicate with you. I'm just trying to be an adult and um, I would appreciate it if we could like actually have that conversation, you know? So, um, yeah. Um, yeah, kind of getting back to, I guess, the more of like those stages of finality and knowing when something just when someone just needs to be cut off or when to just stop giving and giving to someone um I think it's very important to emphasize that you know we all at some point in time like we try to change people but we can't We try to make people into this idealized version of what we want them to be. But people evolve however they evolve. We don't get to prescribe who someone else gets to be. So to be very, very real about this, like we, in my opinion, like in relationships, we project what we want in a partner or a friend or a parental figure or even ourselves onto others. And we expect them just to fit our needs and to, to you know, check all these boxes so that they're what we want them to be. But that's not what people exist for. I am my own person. You're your own person. Your parents are, are their own individuals. Your, your siblings, your neighbors, your community, everyone is their own person. Like we don't just exist to serve other people all the time. Like we have our own needs and it's not selfish to acknowledge those needs and to tend to them. So I just, I think rather than always looking at, okay, what is what is my friend doing? What is my partner doing? Like, what are all these these other people doing that they could be doing differently? Um, or like, how can this person change their behavior based on what I want? 
Um, and I mean, I feel like this is something we all go through every day. Like we're, we're always like looking at other people and, and judging and seeing like, how could this change? How could this be, be different in the way that I see it fit? And I honestly think we need to spend more time working on ourselves and working on our own happiness before we go out and, and judge others. Like, we spend so much of our day, whether it's like scrolling through Instagram or walking down the street in the grocery store, driving down the street and honking at people who are too slow. Like, we are always judging. We're always judging other people. And that is a projection of our insecurities. That is a projection of our past experiences. And we need to learn how to be more conscious of that. Um, And I feel like all in all, with all of this this work, this, um, you know, intentional time and and self-reflection that we put towards our personal development, that does support our mental health that does support our healing there's a purpose to all of this when we allow ourselves to spend time on okay who am i what do i need what do i need from other people what do i need for myself you know what do i need to be happy and you know what's getting in the way of that like is is a toxic relationship getting in the way of that am i getting in the way of that for myself like is this something that i can change like do i need professional help to get to get through this because that is 100% valid um what do I need you know all these things coupled together this is how we take care of ourselves this is not for me to sound like I'm giving you like a, a how-to or you know mental health one-on-one 101 like no, no 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 um I'm just saying like we can we can be doing better for ourselves like we can be putting more intentional time and effort into making ourselves happier and you know making the changes that we know deep down we need to make in order to set ourselves free so yeah um anyways i yeah set boundaries (laughs) everything's temporary um you are not the things that have happened to you and it's okay to move forward. It's okay to move on. It's okay to tell people no. And it doesn't make you selfish. It doesn't make you a bad person. Like we need to unlearn these negative, this negative self-talk that we've been taught. We need to learn how to do better for ourselves, for our future relationships, for our future lives, you know, so that we can be happy and maximize these experiences and have that freedom because we all deserve that. We all deserve to be happy and to fully experience what it's what it's like to be healed and free and not have to worry about everything all the time. Um, so yeah, this, this process is hard and I'm still, I'm still in the thick of it. I'm not saying this from a position of, oh yeah, I'm prancing through a field of daisies and surrounded by a halo and 
I don't have depression and I'm just like happy all the time. No, like I'm saying like I've learned from different experiences where I've had to have tough conversations and I've had to communicate with people in ways that I didn't necessarily want to, but I knew that in order to get past a rut or a a negative situation or a conflict, I needed to step up and make a change and set a boundary with someone or cut someone off in order to be happy. So yeah, anyways, thank you for listening. Um, If you have questions about this, because this is loaded, this is a lot, um, please DM me or email me, whatever. Um, And let's talk, you know, if you want to hear more about my personal experience or my personal mental health journey, I'm more than happy to share with people. Um, Yeah, again, the only way we destigmatize mental health is to talk about it. So hit me up, ask me questions. Um, So yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Vibe and Cultivate with Maya. Um, Please consider supporting this podcast through a monthly donation. It can be as small as 99 cents a month. I would really appreciate it. Um, have a great day. Bye.